You're listening to The 123 Show with me, Noreen Mir, on this Tuesday afternoon. And since it's Tuesday, Andrew Dembina brings a, a special feature for us. And this week, Andrew Dembina speaks to Dirk Haltenhoff, who's an executive chef at the Four Seasons of Hong Kong, on keeping hotel food and drinks operation alive and also in tune with COVID-19 precautions. Hi, this is Dirk Haltenhoff speaking from Four Seasons Hotel in Hong Kong. And I am the executive chef. That means I look after the culinary offerings uh, in the hotel, in the in-room dining, and uh, whoever is hungry. Having arrived a bit more than a year ago before that, I've been in Switzerland, St. Moritz, in a very nice uh, small little ski resort, and before that in Dubai, before Dubai, Macau, I had a chance to open uh, a hotel, and before that, Kuala Lumpur, and a couple of places in Europe. You know, the funny thing with Four Seasons, since it was always on my mind, because my wife, Ari, and I, we got married in the Four Seasons in oh. Langkawi. Of course, we were always in love with the group. So I had this particular hotel in my mind. And then I was very happy that last year I got the call and asked to join this beautiful property. And what are the restaurants that you're looking after here? I look after pretty much the culinary team, which involves everybody in all of our restaurants. I, for example, have a focus on the well-feeling part of it. So we redesign the menus and making them a bit more healthy healthy, bringing the regional products in, tell interesting stories with the food in various restaurants, the pop-up cake shop where we prepare items and I work with the team on the offerings as well as in the lounge or in the pool. Then we are refreshing constantly the in-room dining uh, offerings with packaging, with something that is interesting. Uh, and now, of course, health consciousness is, is very important. So I'll try with the team to bring all of that in. Now, your background has always been in five-star hotels and your job here, of course, is no exception. There must be a certain expectation from restaurants and bar patrons and guests when they're doing in-room dining for certain standards to be maintained. Has that been more difficult during this time? To be very honest, it was actually an interesting challenge because now we had more and more in-room dining experiences because sometimes the restaurants had closed now in the evening so I had the pleasure of designing a personalised menus for some anniversary guests mm. and I got really nice uh, feedback. Just last week we had a 15-year anniversary couple they had actually here the anniversary in Caprice and they said can you do something so we had the same view it was a harbour view and we made them a nice set table with a four course uh, dinner and then a surprise cheese which was the cheese from Caprice and they were very pleased that they had the same view a similar feeling ah, and maybe they'll choose to do in-room dining uh, as they know that this is possible to the standard of uh, Caprice well I wouldn't say it's the same standard of Caprice because I'm missing the kitchen and, and Guillaume and everyone but I'm very happy if we have customers coming back to ask for a the in-room fine dining. What's the practicality with having some Michelin star restaurants under your roof in being able to do these for people who might want to treat themselves to something for a takeaway? You will always have the guests that are happy to come and have a three Michelin star dining experience in the restaurant. Yeah. But then you have a different kind of a wish when you want to have a treat at home and usually mm. that is more on the comfort side. And we came up with a couple of comfort food items. You know, I wouldn't want to eat every time uh, 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 the highest dining experience but at home you want to have a very very good quality mm. healthy uh, ingredients something that you are surprised your partner yourself with the focus though it's comfort not go overboard with uh, caviar three spoons every day but yeah. with something that makes you happy so have many of the dishes that you've been serving for takeout orders from some of your better restaurants been a different menu really yeah we, we basically use this momentum right now to produce customized dishes suitable for takeaway and in 
inspired by feedback from our guests, from our chefs, and we took all of that in consideration, and uh, we keep on coming up with new ones. That's all understandable. Have you managed one or two exceptions, uh, maybe some signature dishes that are available usually in some of the restaurants that do travel well and you can still get the ingredients? The ingredients for sure, but the dishes itself, we keep the Michelin star dishes in the restaurants. We yeah. keep the ingredients and transport uh, them into a different dish, yes. But the same dish that you are having in one of the three-star restaurants, we wouldn't want to pack them away. You don't want to uh, expose to the danger in a takeaway portion and then it sits there for a couple of minutes. Has it been more difficult actually at this period? We're now in the third wave of COVID-19. Was it a bit easier to manage some of the dishes standing up to the season? weather a few months ago. The weather definitely has an impact. On the other hand, now what we learned is uh, guests are more used to order online for seasons food or simply call us up. One of our roast dishes, which you can have now basically ordering in the morning and you can have it uh, uh, for a late lunch uh, within four hours of, of the order. In our case, it's a, a small revolution. <laughs> we had to learn how to get our food suitable for takeaway. So has there been anything during this time that has surprised you that has been popular that you've put on your menu for outside orders that wasn't previously there? We had a few of those, but one particularly stands out. Uh, we had our afternoon tea, which is quite popular, and then uh, and then people couldn't really get out anymore or didn't want to uh, go out anymore. And we got calls, hey, can, why don't we have your scones at home? And then we were sitting together with our food and beverage uh, team and I, and we were saying, well, why don't we, 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 we build uh, a takeaway uh, stand? So to have this little celebration of afternoon tea, of the goodies, of the sandwiches and, and the scones and, and the candy in your home. So we, we uh, came up with a drawing. We were this stand and now you can order this uh, afternoon tea stand in your home, play the music and you're almost in the hotel. I think it was um, Mother's Day when we started. We had more than 100 orders, uh, yeah. which was quite the eye opener for us. Again, something else that maybe will stay on after the pandemic falls away. I, I'm very sure. So in the in the past couple of months where we had events and, and, and banquets and wedding basically uh, going down because of our restrictions. We had the chance to, to take the same culinary team and service team into our banquet facilities where we have all the kitchens and the, and, and the storage facilities mm. to serve the our takeaway option. Now in, in uh, if you go on, on our homepage you go in the eShop and you're going to see there's a three course menu or several course menus. There's individual dishes, there's there's the roast and, and we made that basically our, our hub instead of serving banquet or buffets. Your small little uh, sharing food items at home. So so there may be, looking forward to when things return to normality, some of the positive things that you may consider bringing in for orders, depending on your operations and whether you have the space and the staff. Absolutely. I mean, that way of serving was a big learning for us. And we, are, we were happy that some of these events are mini outside catering. So we, we learned now how to make that happen uh, with the logistics and, and, and serve more little personalized mini event at home. That's pretty much what it is. So during this time, there are all sorts of changes. And when you can serve in the restaurants here or for outside orders or catering, how do you instill that sense of confidence that people are feeling everything is completely hygienic and feeling absolutely relaxed to be dining? Well, Andrew, I'm, I'm glad you asked. For us operationally in the hotels, uh, and especially here, have already for many years consultants and our own managers and chefs are all food-grade uh, managers or food-safe. Yeah. They're all 
in level four or above even. And I'm a trainer myself. And the, the company besides a hotel HACCP, which is all the regulations and mm. for hand washing procedures. And we know what is a hazardous food item and when to wear gloves and all that. Now, of course, there's a much bigger awareness. Just to explain what HACCP stands for, it's basically hazardous analysis, uh, critical control point, which was invented from the NASA in the 50s to make a safe space travel. The technicality of that is all food that has been handled in the hotel is basically our, our setup for our food safety management system. And this is what uh, I would say 70% of our Leading with Care, which is a Four Seasons initiative, is all about. This is a, the, the, the strong backbone for, for our food handlers. This is not really that new to us because we had always these uh, safety senses uh, with our team members. Mm. Now it's just the main difference really is wearing a mask at all times. But all the other things, they were already always in place. And So we now are into several months. January, there was the first wave where, you know, we're now uh, in August. It's been going on for a long time. How often do you have to change your menus with your takeout ordering operation compared to uh, when things are operating in normal times with weekly specials or seasonal changes in restaurants running normally? There's a different template. In the restaurants, we go with seasons. Plus, we have promotions when we receive certain items from artisan suppliers or somebody calls us up and say, hey, I have a very, very good fish. You want to put that on your recommendation? And then we go uh, in our lounge, for example, on a weekly base with weekly specials. So that hasn't really been changing. But with different offerings that we are trying now to fit into our clientele's wish list now, of course, there was a few healthier options. And we actually gave away healthy soup options while waiting. It's like a little treat for you. Just by the way, we care for you healthy shooter, vitamin boost, I would say soul food, every little thing that makes you feel better, I think that's something. You mentioned that when things are operating normally, there would be seasonal promotions. You know, we can think about things like, say, white asparagus or truffles or some of these things that that happen uh, seasonally. Has it been more difficult to keep to the calendar because of the issue of uh, things being transported around the world in the last few months? Logistic definitely plays a big role. Uh, uh, Funny enough, it's not really that difficult uh, to get the seasonal products in but to get the timings in since we also uh, uh, having another head on top which is uh, trying to be sustainable so we don't really want to fly three times a week something in right now but we work conscious around the menus with the items that we can get so we use more regional items where we can we use the local ingredient or something from the neighborhood here that gives the dish a new a new touch and sense which is also nice even more interesting <laughs> have you also made some changes apart from wearing masks to the type of service that people get there is definitely been a lot of uh, emphasis in being even more personal Appreciating if somebody wants personal uh, space with gestures, with with eye contact, Mm. trying to give uh, people the we like you to come to us and thank you without just mentioning that in in words, but smiling with the eyes and and all of that. Amazing because there is less of the face to make those expressions. Absolutely. But I think your posture can do that, right? So uh, uh, we still like to do our job and our colleagues mentioned, look, there are some difficulties. How can we overcome? And we had a lot of trainings from our team members and we are all personally involved in that and try to make that happen. Hmm. So you just have to put yourself in, into that shoes, treat someone like you want to be treated. Well, apart from having some inventive and creative new additions to your takeout menu when this is all over, what are you most looking forward to about normal service resuming uh, in the restaurants? What I personally look forward to is going out for dinner, really, in particular for myself.
myself, my wife and my two daughters, you know, we enjoy really dining out. That's something I look forward to, yes. Thank you very much. And uh, fingers crossed we'll all be able to do a bit of that soon. Thank you, Andrew. And that was Andrew Dembina speaking to the executive chef of the Four Seasons of Hong Kong, Dirk Haltenhoff. Many thanks uh, once again to the 123 Show Tuesday Food and Drinks reporter Andrew Dembina for your wonderful and interesting feature. I too also look forward to uh, dining out uh, one of these days, hopefully uh, not too long uh, in the near future.